0: Hey, everybody, this is Dr. William Clark here for Leadership Conversations. This is the show where we talk about leadership according to the world that matters to you. And I hope that this podcast finds you doing well. You know, at the top of the year, we started this journey talking about launching our projects, our businesses, our nonprofits or whatever was on your mind, and many of you have started that process and have been successful at it, but I felt that I needed to bring a friend on to help me talk about that, and then we started this process some time ago with a friend of mine, Herman Dulce. and he has been invaluable to this podcast series, talking about successful strategies for launching a small business, so I hope that you had a chance to play back some of the uh, show, uh, the previous podcast shows that we've done, because I think that those shows will add value. Herman, how are you doing, sir? Back again. Very happy to be back on the show. Thank you for having me. Good, good. So let's jump right in. All right, Herman. Listen, um, let's 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 dig into this question. Where do you see huge opportunities for small businesses to launch, survive, and thrive? Like, where do wh- what industries are you seeing uh, opportunities for small businesses to launch and grow?
1: Um, listen, I'm going to sound really cheesy, and I'm going to sound repetitive, and I'm going to sound like oh, he's just copying and pasting. I'm going to say online. Um, I I listen, I tell people at the beginning of almost every class that I teach, everyone is walking around with a 500 to a thousand dollar phone, right? How (laughs) much money is that phone making you? Um, you know, what, what are you selling? What are you providing? What content are you giving, um, to, to people? Um, what value are you bringing to them? So, uh, whatever that is, I think it's, it's online. Like, Are you using Facebook advertising? Are you using Instagram advertising? Um, No time in the history of the world has such cheap advertising been available to people. Like, you know, I spend 25 bucks on um, an Instagram ad and five to 10,000 people see my ad. You know, um, I I think that's, it's still an untapped resource. I still don't think people understand it. I still think people feel it's super complicated. And if you feel it's super complicated, Guess what? There's an industry of people who who help you to learn that content to the point where you can go on YouTube university, learn how to do Facebook advertising or Instagram advertising, and then you sell that. You can become a consultant and you charge people a hundred bucks to run their ads for a week. So um I think online um anything is untapped market, especially for the upcoming entrepreneur, because the world is your oyster. It's not just local
0: anymore, it's global. Huh. So are there specific subject matters that people can start to tap into, uh, when it comes to launching an online business? Um, I mean, what, what comes to mind for you?
1: Well, you know, my passion is funding. So, uh, when launching an online business or any type of business, you're going to need funds and you're going to need, um, resources, um, at some point, like we, like we said at the, um, in in our, in our previous talk, that, um, you know, providing content is great, but at some point you have, I mean, free information is great, but at some point you're going to have to provide a product. Um, And what that product is and how you sell it and how you present it um, in in the online format is super, super important Um, because it's got to be presented well um, so that your clients can consume it and enjoy it and also share it.
0: All right, so let's let's get into specifics, Herman, and let's start talk about a few online businesses that come to mind. So obviously, you do credit repair. Mm-hmm. Uh, one business we do have in common is real estate. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if people think of real estate as an online business. What's- <laughs> listen, real estate, yes. Listen, everything is sold online, air is
1: sold online. Um, so yes, real estate is 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 definitely sold online. I'll I'll even give you an example for this. I purchased um in 2018, I purchased three properties in Cleveland, Ohio, sight unseen. I don't know what they look like till this day. I'm going to get out there. But the reason why I was able to see them online is because videos were shown to me, pictures were shown to me, virtual tours were shown to me. Um, the agent sent me over the documents on, um, over the internet. And you know, in real estate, it's always a numbers game. It's not emotional. Here's what the comps are. Here's what they sold. Here's what they're going to sell for. Here's what's being built in the area. Yep. So it's a numbers game. So at, at, at some point it was an investment. Okay, well, this investment makes sense. At minimum, I'll make 20% on the money that I was just sitting in the bank anyway, or the business credit that I have access to cheap money to, um, I can definitely get. So absolutely, real estate is just because it's, it's something that's very tangible and it's, one, it's in one place, you can definitely um, you know, buy and sell real estate online.
0: But I think uh, what you said about real estate, I think, applies to all businesses, and that is uh, you got to take the emotion out of it, and it's all about the numbers. My first investment property back in 2006 was an Mm -hmm. emotional process. It was almost a spiritual process for me. Wow. uh, Uh, You know, yeah, it failed. Okay, (laughs) okay. Everything it was, it failed because I didn't play the number game. And um Mm -hmm. You know, uh, over ten years later, you know, right, uh, right, right. All about the numbers, 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 and all that. That's all that matters. And I say it's relevant to all businesses. I will tell you. In my doctoral thesis, uh, I wrote about uh, sustainable, how to sustain a nonprofit and faith-based organization. But within that book, I I explore the teachings of Jesus in Luke chapter 16, where he talked about the dishonest manager who got fired. And before he got fired, he settled all the accounts of his manager. And uh, at the end of the discourse of the managers, uh, the, the owner said, you did well. You know, One of the things that perplexes me is how do you get fired and your boss tells you you did a good job on the way out the door, right? So (laughs) then I explored it, and it dawned on me, okay, everybody that he settled accounts with had a certain bill that was due to his owner. He settled the accounts because he didn't feel like digging ditches. He was too pretty for that, right? So he settled the accounts, and he got them a discount, but he got the money in that speaks mm-hmm. to a critical point that you're talking about which is it's a numbers game whatever they owed this guy in business wasn't the actual number they actually owed it was interest on top of the base expense and it taught me a critical lesson That, uh, you know, for example, when we go shopping and we see stuff on sale, it really ain't on sale. You know, that stuff really was purchased for pennies on a dollar. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're paying kind of a retail price for it at the end of the day. So when you're launching or when you launch your business, you got to understand that the numbers is the only thing that matters. And when you know that Mm -hmm. you bought something for uh, three cents on a dollar, but you marked it up to 70 cents on a dollar and your sale price is 50 cents on a dollar, you're always going to have a profit because of the price that you bought it from, which gets me to my point. The numbers game, whether it's in real estate or any business, is based upon and you make your money based upon how much you bought the asset or the thing for. I can tell you based upon the numbers that you made money or lost money based upon how much you paid for that property. Initially, yep. Mm -hmm. And it's the initial investment. It is not the rents. It is not the resale price. You can still make a couple of dollars, but you could have made more if you paid less here. You took off money there. You evaluated the cost here. You raised the rents there. Listen, it is about the price from jump, man. And I think a lot of people don't understand that in any business, specifically real estate, it is the numbers at the beginning of the transaction that makes a deal. Which means, as a business owner, you got to be an amazing, an amazing negotiator. Right. Yeah.
1: You don't, especially in real estate, you don't. Um, my mentor told me this. You don't make get. You don't make the money at closing. No. You make the money the day you evaluated the property and be like, "Ooh, I'm going to make some change off of this." You know what you're going to exactly. sell it for, right? So because you already did the numbers, so you're like, okay, so I know what to offer. That's when you make the money. That's when you make the money, not at the end, um, because throughout the entire process, you already know what the end number is because you bought it for so cheap. You could could put some granite in here, or you could put some marble floor here because you know you're going to get the value um, later because you got to add a good deal. So you make your money at the beginning of the process in real estate. Can't stress that to
0: your listeners enough man you pay you can pay too much if you want to, and you will get that here's another online business I thought about. this goes back to uh what you mentioned earlier uh teaching teaching online mm-hmm. and um I think this this podcast is a form of teaching online so the question is how do you make money on a podcast and you do it by getting advertisers now, I'm not gonna suggest in any way that this podcast show. Uh, is uh, rolling in dough from sponsors. All oh, from-
1: come on. You just signed up with Coca-Cola. What are you talking, <laughs> talking about?
0: <laughs> don't, be, don't be telling my secrets like that, man. <laughs> Coke, in that check to Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, but listen, you know, <laughs> for people who, who do have a bigger name, who have mm-hmm. name recognition, the sponsors are essential to uh, this online instruction. It, this, this is what it is. It's the conveyance of information. Another way uh, is online courses. You can do it. Uh, a platform I'm familiar with is Udemy. dot uh, com, where it's like a it's it's like a self curated experience. You can take courses on demand on any topic. Um, even, even what you do, with the webinars, you can easily charge for doing a webinar.
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Is that crazy? Once you have a following, once you've shown value, and you just spoke to your um. Um, to one of people you were following after a hundred videos, Hey, then then he started charging. Um, I find it, I still find it fascinating that people charge to come in and see me. People pay, excuse me, to come and see me speak because the content is so freely given on my Instagram or my Facebook um, that, you know, like, Hey, I'm gonna go see this guy talking. They, they pay me. It's still, it's still fascinating yep. to me, but because they saw it for free, because they saw the value, then they was like, when I see this guy, I'm definitely going to pay the money to to go and see him. So, um, you know, we've been repeating that over and over again. Um, so I hope everybody's definitely picking that up. Because, you know, if I said it more than once, it's super
0: important. Yep. And I'm going to give a, one more business online. Uh, since you started this with online businesses, I'm going to say books. There um, mm. was a season. So once I finished my doctorate, man, I had some time to just chill and get myself together. So I was speaking. And I uh, got into the habit of writing out my transcript for my speeches. Um, mm-hmm. But then I realized that my transcripts, man, they're long enough to to become mini books. And uh, not that I spoke or presented the entire transcript, but uh, it was enough content that it became a mini book. A mini book in my mind is 25, 30 pages, quick, easy read. Mm-hmm. And so I started publishing like all my speeches as mini books, man. And. You know, there, there may or may not be compensation for the speech. There may or may not be compensation for travel. Uh, but, man, you, you could sell a mini book real quick, and it costs you, what, the time to do the speech to do it? At one you time, it, right. You just, it's time savers It's done at one time. You can do it, sell it digitally. And you can sell hard copies through a number of platforms that automatically print and deliver the product to your customer. Whoa. Now you just put me onto something. Listen bro. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Well, you know Man. this 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 is a small business show so we can sell you know trade seekers here. Um uh Amazon owns a platform called Kindle Direct. Uh, yes, yes. I'm they used with that. have it called It used to be called uh, CreateSpace. But Okay. Create- handles your digital delivery to amazon as well as uh, physical delivery so when somebody orders your product by amazon.com it's literally drawn from the kindle direct account and it is right. printed and delivered you can also get the uh publisher fee or publisher price where you get your price for printing and mm-hmm. you can order cases and have it uh you know shipped to your event either sell or give it away for free a platform mm-hmm. i use I use quite often for digital delivery, though. I prefer this over Gumroad, and I'll tell you in a minute, or rather, I prefer this over Amazon, is Gumroad.com. The reason I prefer Gumroad.com is the money comes directly to me. Like I get a larger hmm. percentage of the, okay. of the digital platform than Amazon. Amazon kind of kills you. Obviously, the exposure is huge, so you kind of understand the trade off, uh, but Gumroad hmm. handles all digital. Uh, Products they will deliver to your customer. They can download your course or your book, or whatever the case may be. Another product I like to use, because the money comes directly to me, would be Square. So, Square Up um, is a product everybody's aware of, but the reason I like Square is because the money comes into your account the very next day. Gumroad takes about a week or two, but again, Square is about the next day. The only problem is Square does not deliver anything. I believe it may deliver digital products, but it does not deliver a physical product. So, you're going to have to go back and go and do it manually to order from Amazon to ship it to your customer, so you got to count whether you want to do that or not. But those are a couple of platforms I use to kind of process. Um, so
1: gumro is a one of the best is the best way you to to, to deliver digital media, such as hey, I have a book um, or I have an ebook, hey,
0: or tickets. Now they can sell physical products, but they don't print.
1: You know gotcha, what I'm saying? Gotcha, gotcha. So
0: you're going to have to fulfill the order yourself. That that's the only okay. downside. G-U-M-R-O-A-D.com is the platform I love to use. And I encourage people to buy from me from that platform because most of the proceeds go to the author or the creator. Mm -hmm. I love it.
1: I love it. That's good to hear. That's good to hear.
0: Yeah. Um, Herman, man, we got to have you back for another show, man. That's that's all the time we got for uh, today, man. Can you come back? I'm looking
1: forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me today. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it, man.